you know, we mentioned earlier the way the Met was used during the miners' strike, but the Met was also used in the 19th century to go and repress Chartist demonstrations in other bits of the country. You know, there are certain points at which you you can clearly see the government has used the police as a tool of class power. But I think more often than that, it's it's about, and this goes back to that, and, and I think this partly explains why this stuff has become so much more controversial and intense in the last five, ten years. It's not about police protecting one identifiable group of society from another a lot of the time. It's that what they're there is cleaning up the like mess and chaos and destruction caused by capitalism and the particular type of capitalism that we you know we've we've been living under for for several decades and it's it i suppose it's um and i think this is also a useful um place to bring in i think you're an implicit alternative to policing by consent of an account of the role of the met specifically that runs through your article which is that they have to be understood as the junior partner in the triple partnership of the tory party specifically the right-wing press specifically and then the police forces generally and the Met specifically in basically being the three main tools of like right wing hegemony. And that is with a lot of like what the Met choose, not just how the Met chooses to operate, uh, you know, for example, but the kinds of things that they the kinds of things that they uh, that they that they choose to criminalize. So like a lot of the like nonviolent drugs, like drug crime and stuff. The fact that like they threaten to quit if they can't do stop and search on whoever they want. Uh but also that that in seeing them this way, I think right, you know, you also you also can account for some of their fail, some of their collapse in legitimacy, which is that the image of the police as something that does something for you, and in a way that makes, um, let's say, in, in in a way that sort of appeals to people that might never have contact with them, right? It purely in theory, they're also losing that image. I don't have much contact with the police. Again, imagine that I'm just, I don't do this show, I'm just a normal white-collar professional. I, my, my faith that they would solve a burglary is probably pretty low. These other things that people who, have, who think of the police in only theoretical terms is that their, their, their ideology of the police, their imaginary of what they do, is now changing. Yeah, that's, um, I think that's definitely something that's, that, that you can see happening. And that's, I guess it's a mix of things. There's been... Uh, over the last decade, there's been uh, like in like in other bits of the public sector, there's been this kind of rationing of um, the service and triaging things. You know, there was a policy that I think the Met enacted in about 2018, which was to basically downgrade a lot of burglaries because it needed to ration its resources. Um, but what's really intensified that is not only not only that side of it, but then this 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 flood, particularly um, since the murder of Sarah Everard, that of of revelations and information about how um you know while police are quote unquote you know not investigating crimes here's what they're actually up to and that the, the kind of uh misogynistic and racist and homophobic uh banter and behavior and outright violence and so on is happening at the same time as that idea that the police are there to help you is kind of uh, has has dissipated somewhat, mm. and, and I think that's you can say right. You know, this is this is one of the things that like that the more the Met is revealed to be a corrupt, racist, sexist sort of occupying force, increasingly out of step with the city that it occupies and the people who both see it and the people who now don't even not see it, but just think about it for whom it's entirely theoretical. You know, the more that that same those same myths about the need to just either 
unleash and unmuzzle them or just give them a few sort of corrections, but in both cases, give them much more power. Um, you know, the more those then get repeated by powerful people who might or might not actually even believe the myths themselves, right? And that these, and that to sort of bring it all together, really, right? There's, is, is that already that the modern myth, the modern story of policing by consent, you know, is a, uh, is is a piece of ideology. It's a piece of mm. myth making. It exists to it it exists to square quite a few circles. As some processes have been intensifying, those processes are, um, you know, the increased uh, increased use of uh, of violence by police, increasing inequality in in society in general, making more people more anxious. But also, you know, at the same time, uh, a sort of collapse in other social services, making these people who are increasingly recruited to what is a colonial police force that happens to be inside the country that's that, that a self-colonized colonial police force, um, you know, and recruiting the kinds of people who would sign up to that, you know, it, it seems like I don't really understand what you could possibly do with the Metropolitan Police Force other than break it up, get rid of it, just uh, bin. But on that, it feels like even if you were to and I, I'd be really interested in like your opinion on like, well, if you do, if you wanted to like abolish the mat, or if you, if that's kind of the only solution, then like, what sort of comes after? Because to me, it kind of feels. And I, when I was thinking about the sections that you write on austerity, for example, and how, and even in this conversation, like the things that seem to have kind of come out is the idea that like policing by consent and this type of model can only really work or can only really function in a type of scenario where people kind of believe that they have like stakes in society or that they have mm. like, you know, or that, you know, I, I, I can't think of a better term for this, but like the social contract in like, you know, scare quotes. Uh, and what we've sort of seen, and this isn't just with the police, but I think generally, especially like in the past few years and like post COVID and everything has been like this real, like unending or, or upending of like, Basic, even like your most essential basic services. I think about like roads and stuff quite a lot in terms of like, well, you know, for all the kind of like, you know, austerity and all the times that I was like a reporter during the sort of peak austerity years, these kind of like impacted areas of people in areas that were like very poor and very deprived. So for the most part, like if you were kind of like somewhat middle class, you were kind of insulated from it and you could still sort of believe that, yeah, like, you know, things, you know, austerity is necessary, whatever you want to call it, but we still have an NHS. We still have like public services. We're still like a socially democratic country or whatever you kind of want to say that. Now I kind of think that that's really upended where I feel there's this much broader feeling that we spoke about on the show a lot where you even have like right wingers kind of being like, yeah, everything in the UK is shit and nothing's working and everything's broken. And like, you know, um, and I can kind of, and I just don't think that policing, like the idea of policing in that way can work in that type of environment. And therefore like, it, it sort of feels like even the sort of pretense of policing working is, you know, that image, that kind of mythology, the image making around that cannot exist at a time when like austerity is sort of the, or like even when you're sort of dealing with the aftermath of austerity and politicians who are still very much like, yeah, we're going to continue down this trajectory, which is to say that I, well, I, I wondered what your thoughts were on like, if you were to sort of get rid of the Met, um, surely like what is replaced by it is a much worse, much brutal and much more top down form of like authoritarian policing. Well, I think that's the the big risk at the moment. Absolutely. I think if you look at, you know, if the the picture that, that seemed to emerge to me through through the research I did was that um, it's not that 
austerity made the police weaker necessarily. And I think you've always got to be careful about that because obviously, you know, like cops, for instance, will very often like uh, hark back to a sort of golden age of of this thing called neighborhood policing or community policing and like the the kind of arguments in favor of that are that that meant you had local locally stationed officers who really knew a particular neighborhood and therefore they were able to stop crimes before they happened you know you might see a teenager who was starting to go off the rails and you would just go you know have a word intervene and that would stop that teenager doing something that would harm them or somebody else later on um yeah maybe maybe in theory it could work that way but it could also mean that you have more cops in a neighborhood doing more things that are are harmful to people i mean like as, as we were talking about before with the rise of like counterterrorism policy you know that means more cops to spy on communities the government has deemed a suspect for instance oh that's, so, that's the in, in, the whole history of sort of like counterterrorism and counterintelligence policing in the met and like particularly like another reason why the met stands out is having inherently like closer links with the intelligence services um but like but like even back to the days of like a uh, special branch being founded as the special Irish branch or the special demonstration squad, you know the spy cops colloquially, so like you know spy on on hippies or whatever. Uh, it, it's very much sort of like targeted, proactive policing at like a you know an identifiable group. 